everyone, and welcome back to Because We Went to Therapy podcast. And we are coming back after taking a week off. If you saw our Instagram, you knew you would see that we have just been traveling a lot lately. I think Ashley and I combined went to like maybe four or five different places in the past couple of months. So we, or past couple of weeks or so. So we've just been really busy. So we decided to take some time off, but now we're back and I'm excited because um, even though we've had such amazing guests in the past couple of weeks, it's going to be nice to just have me and Ashley chatting today. Don't you think, Ash? Yes, absolutely. I, I'm excited to be back because Emily and I did a lot of batch recording before we went on all our trips just because we knew we were going to be traveling and really busy and wanted to make sure that we had some recordings in place. So we actually haven't like physically sat down and recorded in a couple of weeks. And it's almost like I forget the name of the podcast and like how to introduce <laughs> it and all these things. And it's like we constantly talk about the podcast and talk about like content and social media and all that good stuff. But to actually sit down and record it again is really exciting. I know I was um I told Brian my fiance I was like oh yeah I'm gonna um I'm gonna record and then you know and then we can make dinner or whatever and he was like oh I feel like you haven't done that in a while so I feel like when he's saying that then you know it has been a while since we've recorded together (laughs) yeah when other people are noticing that's when you know yeah yeah it might be because our apartment's not that big so he always hears me recording but oh well yes same I'm like back in a little room I have to tell Alex I'm like don't disturb me don't open the door for the next 60 minutes at least like please go somewhere else because if there's any background noise like you could our apartment's so small you could hear the tv in the other room yeah yeah well Ryan's really used to um being quiet and not making a ton of noise because I work from home um still so I'm in my session so he knows to not come in the door no matter no matter what unless it's a fire I told him that's literally the only reason he could ever disrupt a session is if there was a fire other than that please do not because that would get me in a lot of trouble (laughs) don't interrupt the flow and um or HIPAA (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't care so much about the flow, more about HIPAA and um, not wanting to lose my job. Yes, same. Did I ever tell you about a couple months ago, I got my therapy time wrong and I showed up like an hour early and I knocked on her door and she was like, hey, I'm in session. And I was like, oh my God, I got the time wrong. Like, this is so embarrassing. I was like, she's going to like disown me from being a client. I'm never going to be able to come back here again. But it turned out, okay, she wasn't mad at all. I was just, like, so shocked. Yeah. Yeah, you told me that. And I think I told you exactly what I'm about to say is that that is so common for people to show up on the wrong day or to um, forget and need to reschedule. Like, it it happens. Nobody's perfect when it comes to um, appointments. Yeah, just make sure you knock first. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. Always knock first. (laughs) That's a good life motto. So do you want to get back into the actually curious questions? Yeah, that also feels like it's been a while because I don't think we've done one since um, the diabetes episode. I know. So it's been at least, what, like four weeks? Yeah. Okay, let's let's do it. So, Emily, have you ever been to a drag performance? Why or why not? Yes. When I first moved to Scottsdale... I went to a drag brunch, actually. So I don't, I mean, I think that counts, right? Like, no, um, yeah, it definitely counts. They, yeah, they performed and it was actually really, really fun. I mean, like, I don't know why, like, mimosas and drag queens wouldn't be fun, but <laughs> I had just, I had never done it before. And um, one of the bars that me and my friends went to a lot that year put on a drag show one Sunday. So we were like, let's do it. And it was a lot of fun. And, I definitely want to go back to another one. I just haven't um, in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes, I have. I was thinking when I first heard that question, I was like, no, I haven't been, but I've always really wanted to go. And then I remembered I have been to one probably like four or five years ago at this point in Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, that's a random place. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to know they have those there. Yes, I know. It was an actual drag bar. It was downtown Lincoln. I was with my friend Alex. Uh, We both lived in Nebraska at the time, and I remember going, and it was 
so, so much fun. It was like my first experience at a drag bar. And then I was actually talking to my friends this weekend that I wanted to go to a drag brunch since it's Pride Month. And I yeah. there's actually um, a couple different drag shows and drag brunches in Milwaukee downtown. So that is on the list to do in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Um yeah, no, drag brunches are really fun. They have a ton in Phoenix because Phoenix is um, the LGBTQ plus community is pretty big in Phoenix, so they mm-hmm. have a ton. So let's let's both make it a priority to go to drag brunches or shows in our respective states. Yes, definitely. I know they're really big in Chicago too. I know we have a ton of friends that go to drag brunch every once in a while. Mm-hmm. That one time when our friends were there. Um, I, I knew like four other people there. It was really crazy. I don't know if it really? was like the only time. Yeah. I kept seeing it on all over like people's stories and I was like, oh, like these people don't know each other. So they're, but they're all there. It's, it was funny. Yeah. It must've been good then. Yeah. I think, I think it was the Taylor Swift one. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. See, I love yeah. a good theme. Same. A Taylor Swift drag brunch would be so fun. Because that would combine, like, more of my favorite things, like Taylor Swift, Mimosa's um, singing. I would love it. Yes, exactly. Me too. So today we wanted to talk on what we both feel is a really relevant topic right now, and that's body image, especially in the summertime. I know that for myself, it's absolutely a struggle every year, and especially right now, like, getting into the heat of summer and, you know, just wearing less clothes and having vacations planned and wearing bathing suits, maybe. And like I said, just like wearing kind of like shorter outfits in general just always brings me so much stress. And there's such such an emphasis at the beginning of the year, I feel like, around like getting ready, quote, air quotes, for your summer body, whatever that is as if like your body is different for those three months of the year than it is the other nine months of the year. (laughs) So first, I think that we should probably bring it back to our episode on body neutrality that we did a couple months ago. Um, That's one of probably my favorite episodes so far, just talking about the differences between body neutrality and just kind of treating your body for what it is and having like a neutral viewpoint towards it and just recognizing your body for its movement and what it does and its function versus constantly trying to tell yourself that you love your body or you love your stomach or you love your legs or arms or whatever it is. So M, do you have any kind of relevant experiences with body image in the summer. I'm sure you probably hear this all the time from your clients and like just being a woman in the summertime. It's like every year you have to get ready for it. Yeah. Well, first of all, if you haven't listened to our body neutrality or body positivity, that's the title of it. Um, please do because like Ashley said, that's one of our favorite episodes to date. We really dive into the differences between the two and how how to practice body neutrality. So not just what it is, but actually how to practice it. Um, and, you know, Ashley, the interesting thing, and I don't know if I mentioned this as we were texting about this episode, but in Arizona, like it's bikini season all year round, basically. Like sure, it gets cold here, but then like you still like, you could still wear shorts, right? Like you could still wear a dress, right? Like it, it gets cold, but normally it doesn't, besides maybe in the mornings or at night, it doesn't get cold enough to, you know, to never be able to wear shorts or wear, you know, short sleeves or anything like that. So honestly, I feel like body image is a consistent thing that I talk about with my clients throughout the year. Like I don't normally see a spike. Sure. Maybe in the summer, like we wear a little bit more bikinis here just cause it's really hot. And so what people do is just go to the pool all yeah. summer. Uh, but I haven't really noticed it in terms of like in the summer, people get more anxious about their bodies because of where we live and that it's so relevant to, you know, I think like maybe like December, 
um, January are like the months where you probably don't wear a bikini unless you're going in the hot tub or wear shorts or like, a, you know, tank top or anything. But all the other months of the year here, you can pretty much wear um, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think about that. And that's right, because we live in two totally different climates, like in Wisconsin, basically you have june july and august and that's it so i didn't think about how in arizona it's like people go on vacation there in the middle of winter to get in the pool and to wear a bikini so that's definitely got to be a lot of pressure especially for Mm -hmm. somebody like i'm sure you probably have clients that are like from out of state originally like i know we've joked before like everybody that lives in arizona is not actually from arizona yeah Yeah. And, you know, definitely. I think, too, I've touched on this in the podcast about how um, when I first moved to Arizona, I lived like in the heart of Old Town Scottsdale, which if you're not familiar with that is a uh, or with the area is a very bougie like everybody is um, I shouldn't say everyone, but the general population is thin. Uh, The general population is beautiful like everyone just has like a a look to them in Scottsdale or like again I keep saying everyone but I don't obviously mean everyone but like the people in the places I was going to definitely um had a certain look to them and so I think that 2018 is when my eating disorder got the worst it had ever been and like I don't know if that was because I like moved home and I you know got out of a really bad relationship and I didn't have a ton going on I don't really know because obviously like I've always struggled with my relationship with food but moving to Arizona it in 2018 the year um I guess 17 18 right after we graduated like it was really bad like I started um like actively restricting whereas in college I feel like I only, and I hate to say this, but I only really was like restricted when I was like fighting with my boyfriend, like as terrible as that sounds, like that was the only time I really restricted. And it it wasn't so much, it was like active, it was more like sadness, I think. Mm -hmm. So then when I moved to Scottsdale and I was just sort of, you know, living life, my, um, it's always hard for me to talk about this time in my life because it was really fun, right? Like it was the first time I was single and for my boyfriend and I broke up like junior year but then we had you know messiness senior year so it felt like it was the first time I was actually single and like I had a good relationship with my parents at the time I was meeting new people I was you know making a ton of money because I was living at home like things were good but I also know that my mental health was terrible because that's when my eating disorder was the worst it was ever I was at my lowest weight then like it was just not good so I always feel like this weird dichotomy I guess talking about this time because like I said things are really good but mentally I was really bad and you know obviously I'm not blaming my eating disorder on living in Scottsdale and like being around a lot of thin people because my eating disorder stems from my drama but I definitely think that it was like okay now that you're here and now that you're going out every weekend in like these tight little dresses and I was also going out at ASU a lot and Mm -hmm. the the stereotype of ASU is unfortunately true um and like I'm not shaming anyone who is you know thin and blonde like that's totally fine too but that's definitely like I think when people think about ASU like that's often what they think of um like a party school like at a pool in a bikini basically exactly exactly um and so that I was going out there, I was going out in Old Town. So like, it's it's hard not to be influenced. And plus, since I already had the eating disorder, um, I was already receptive. Or what's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, like susceptible? Yeah, susceptible to it. That I think it was just like, okay, now like you're, you're in a space to really start restricting. And that's like kind of when like um, the anorexia took off because I was just like, well, I want to fit in. I want to look like everyone else here. So I'm going to do what I need to do to, to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was really long, but. Yeah, no, I appreciate you kind of deep diving into that for us. I know, like you said, it's really difficult for you to have to kind of go back to those times. So I really appreciate it. And I totally understand. Like when I came to Scottsdale, I was like, oh my God, all these people are like, 
beautiful. They have the at least the illusion and the vibe of being wealthy and mm-hmm. you know all they're all in great shape. They all look like they live in a gym. Like they obviously take care of their skin and hair and makeup and like look like they're professionally done up all the time. I was like this is crazy. It reminds me of LA or something because there's just such a focus on like being conventionally conventionally hot. So I can't imagine having to be around that all the time because I would say in college we like there wasn't really a focus I guess you could say on like everyone wanted to be attractive obviously but it wasn't like it certainly wasn't like Scottsdale I would say no not at all college vibes (laughs) right right and I had a like I said I had a boyfriend of college so I didn't really care you know what I mean like not that we should you know not I was actually this is like kind of something interesting that we should talk about too like if it's easier to accept your body when you're in a relationship versus when you're not in a relationship. So maybe we can come um, back to that at the end. Cause mm-hmm. I saw um, somebody on Instagram get asked that question. And so I thought that was really thought provoking. So I never really thought about that. And then when I just said, like, I didn't really care, honestly, like I had friends, I was in a sorority already. Like I had a boyfriend, like I just kind of, you know, I think my eating disorder was pretty dormant at that time. Cause mm-hmm. like I said, I didn't really like do any active restricting or anything. Um, but yeah, Scottsdale is definitely a, an interesting place. Like I always, I live in Phoenix now and like I go out in downtown Phoenix and like, I always say like, I just vibe with Phoenix so much better. There's so many more diverse people, not just looks wise, but like um, Scottsdale is also very white. Right. And so it's nice to be around a uh, really diverse community. Like I said, the LGBTQ community is big here. There's a lot of people of color. So like I just vibe with Scott's, I mean, Phoenix a lot more than Scottsdale. Uh, Again, nothing wrong with it. That's if you live in Scottsdale and that's how you look like, again, I'm not trying to shame anyone for any body size, just kind of sharing experiences of living in a space and having, you know, to navigate those types of thoughts and feelings around oh I don't look like them but I could make myself look like them even if it's very unhealthy Mm -hmm. and it's interesting the dichotomy between you and I like with the places that we live because I feel like I only really get worked up about my body image during like the spring and summer months when I'm really revealing more because I feel like my style during the fall and winter and spring which is literally like nine months in wisconsin it's cold and, you know bulky sweater and sweats like i work at a gym so if i'm not in athletic wear i'm basically immediately changing into like a sweatshirt and sweatpants or like mm-hmm. a knit sweater or something and jeans so that's kind of my like comfy casual style and then i have to completely 180 and change and revamp for the summer because like today it's over 100 degrees here and I'm like I don't know what to wear like I recently was struggling because I was trying on some of my summer clothes from last year and they didn't fit they were too small and I was like oh this sucks but I tried not to dwell on it and I immediately like threw the the stuff in the cell pile to get rid of and still working on like going out and buying some new shorts but I don't know that's just always a painful experience too like trying on your stuff from the past season that maybe you haven't had on in a while especially like jeans and bottoms and seeing they don't fit and you're like what happened because I didn't really realize that my body had changed that much from last summer because I hadn't really been weighing myself much I mean I could tell like from the clothes I was wearing, but that was mostly it. But like I said, I'm wearing a lot of like elastic type clothing items. So it's a little bit harder to tell. And I weighed myself and I'm like almost 30 pounds more than I was last summer, which I'm sure a lot of that is muscle too, because I lift so much, but I'm sure some of it is fat or water weight or bloat or whatever. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, wow, it's so interesting that I could gain that much weight and not really notice. But then I instantly just started feeling bad about myself because I did gain weight. And I'm like, okay, I barely even noticed that I had gained that. 
unless I would have maybe put two pictures side by side or something. But besides right. that, I never would have guessed. Right. And I, I already told you this via text, but I want, you know, our listeners to hear that it's great that you were able to try on this clothes and blame the clothes, right? Not yourself mm-hmm. and get rid of them. That was one of our tips from our body neutrality episode is like, if you're keeping like thin spo, as they call it, clothes, like you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. Not because you can't lose the weight, right? Like people are capable of losing weight, but you're doing it from a place of, okay, I need to be able to fit into these clothes because there's something wrong with me that I can't fit in these clothes. When it's like, no, like clothes are made to fit us, not the other way around. And actually like when I was at my lowest weight and my eating disorder, I was a size zero. Like I'm a size six to eight now. Um, and so I had kept my size zero jeans um, for years after gaining weight. And I was like, why am I doing this? Like these mm-hmm. are never going to fit me. Yeah. And I'm okay with that, right? Because I'm a lot healthier than I, I'm a lot healthier now than I was in my eating disorder. But like getting rid of the clothes was so cathartic because what am I keeping these for? They're just taking up space mm-hmm. in my closet and then they just make me feel bad. And I like, I know I shouldn't feel bad, but still having clothes that you know are probably never going to fit you again. It's like, yeah, I might feel bad. And it's just like, why keep them? Right. So I feel like that was, even though you, you, you know, you say that you're struggling right now, I feel like that was a big win. And I mm-hmm. think it's important when we have, you know, body image struggles to celebrate those wins, right? To be like, I'm not going to beat myself up for not being able to fit in these clothes. I'm just going to get rid of it, right? And you're big on like the Poshmark. Um, yeah. So, so good for you. That's what I was going to say. Pro tip is if you do find yourself like maybe needing a different size of clothes or maybe just a different style that flatters you in a different way, definitely take your clothes either to like a Plato's closet or Buffalo exchange type thing. If you just want some quick cash or sell them on like Poshmark or Depop, you could definitely make some money and, you know, go buy yourself something new, something that fits you and that you really like for this next season of your life. Or you could also, you know, gather up some of the clothes and give them to a friend. Like I had a bunch of Lulu shorts that just didn't, they like, kind of barely fit me but they just were not flattering anymore so my friend happened to text me and I was like and she said she wanted to go to Lulu to get some shorts and I was like I have a bunch of shorts that are too small for me and like I'm just you can just have them because I need to like get rid of them and it just makes somebody else's day when you know you can give them some clothes that they might that were cute and still have a lot of useful life obviously and you know mm-hmm. those you know that those clothes are still going to get a lot of great use and mm-hmm. also you're rid of them and you can kind of have it's nice to have some fresh space in your closet cuz then you're like totally okay i'm only keeping things that fit me that i like that are in current season and then you can make room for new stuff when you find it Right, right. And it's obviously, you know, a privilege to be able to just buy new clothes when clothes don't fit you. But if you can, like, how good does that feel to put on a pair of jeans or put on a pair of shorts that fit you? Right? Mm -hmm. Like, it just feels good. And like, it's, I know body neutrality isn't about how, um, how your body looks, but like, you also feel good when you put on clothes that fit you. Like, I think we talked about this on our body neutrality episode, so I might be repeating myself, but I think, you know, it's an important conversation to have. Is like, have you ever, like, put on – I know I have. So have you ever put on a pair of jeans and they're so tight, but you're like, I'm going to wear them anyways because I want to, you know, I want to fit in this size X or I want to, you know, I want to wear them because they're cute. But then the entire night or day you're uncomfortable and that's all you can think about. Yeah. Oh, you know how many times I've unbuttoned my pants at dinner? I mean, yeah. like every time that I went out for like years and it's just so uncomfortable. And then you're sitting there and so your pants are too tight. If you're sweaty at all, it's like, you're never going to get those jeans off. I mean, it's just right. terrible. And it's like, nobody, right. if you wore one size up, absolutely nobody would know except you. Mm-hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. when you just told us your size, like, I don't look at you like Emily 6'8". Like, I just look at you as Emily. I would would have no idea what your size is because it would be weird to guess somebody's size. Like, I'm about, like, a 12-ish, 
and I'm constantly fluctuating between like 10, 12. And I'm sure people don't look at me and are like, Ashley, 12. Like nobody's yeah. thinking about, like if you're wearing a yeah. size bigger or smaller, nobody's going to congratulate you because nobody knows and nobody cares except you. But we all right. have this thing in our head about we have to be this specific size. And it's like, it literally doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, it only matters to the patriarchy. It doesn't matter to anyone else, right? <laughs> and, and so you know, like, I, I know we talked about that, but any time we talk about body image, we have to mention um, the patriarchy because that's where this stems from. Like, the idea that we need to be small, especially as women, is just bullshit, right? Because, no, we don't need to be small. We deserve to take up as much space as our bodies take up, and that is that is what it is. And, you know, going back to the um, – the pants situation, like wearing uncomfortable pants when you're out, it takes you away from being fully present because you're uncomfortable, right? Like, uh, I think, again, I think we talked about this in our um, body image episode, but one of the reasons I love body neutrality is because wear clothes that fit you so that you can show up in your life to what actually matters. You know what I mean? Like, sure, we all like to like wear cute clothes. And so maybe that someone says, well, that's why I wear the jeans that are too tight because they're cute. But it's like, okay, but is wearing that cute outfit more important than being able to be fully present with the people you're with or with what you're doing? Like if you're in a job interview and you wear clothes that are too tight, maybe you don't show up as your best self because you're uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. body image, body neutrality for me is all about creating space for what's actually important in my life and realizing that my body size is not the most important thing about me. And I just recall so many years and times of thinking that it was the most important thing about me and then being distracted by my body. Like being distracted by your body is so frustrating because it can literally take so much time away from you. So much time that like we, you can't get back, right? Like we can't go back and like have those, we can have more of course, but like we can't go back into those moments. And so wearing clothes that fit you allows you to be present in your life. Like full, truly, it really just does. And it makes such a difference if you're able to do that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think there's a lot to be said too, going off of that about being able to dress for your body. Like, I think that you should wear whatever you like. Like, if you want to wear a crop top, wear a crop top or a maxi dress or do whatever. Like, you should wear whatever fits you and that is your style. But I think also learning with, learning and playing with different lines and colors and different styles of clothing and figuring out, like, how to accentuate the features maybe that you do like for example I I'm more like an hourglass figure so to wear things that kind of cinch at the waist for me kind of you know looks a little bit better and accentuates that like Emily and I have two different body types so we're not gonna wear the same like the same style of jeans isn't necessarily going to look good on both of us and that's okay like there's nothing Mm -hmm. at all wrong with that and we could wear the same pants if we wanted to in our respective Mm -hmm. sizes, but like, there's going to be stuff that flatters you differently than flatters me because we all just have, we carry our weight in different places. And like, not everybody's going to be a straight cut or curvy cut or, you know, whatever it is. So I think learning to dress for your body too. And, you know, my tip for that is to either go into different stores and just maybe try things on that you wouldn't have necessarily tried on before or like I'm really into thrifting I love going thrifting because you can find stuff from different eras and especially right now like everything is so trend driven and like you go Mm -hmm. to the mall and everything's like y2k like low rise which is cool but it just does not fit my body properly so being able to go thrifting like I can find really really nice jeans or dresses that are cut to flatter my body and they might be a little bit older but the stuff like nobody can really tell and I get compliments on my thrifted stuff all the time because as long as it fits you like who cares yeah no definitely um and I like that I never thought about this until this moment but I like the idea of um 
if this works for you, but I like the idea of dressing for your body type because for some reason it made me think about how you make peace with your body or you can make peace with your body through that by being like, this is the body type that I have. Um, I don't need to change it. I can learn to dress for it. And I really like the idea of not trying to intentionally change your body, but rather um, dress for it. So I like that idea. Of course, like I'm always going to say where whatever the hell you want, but if, I think it could actually help you make peace with your body if you're able to find clothes and find um, styles or colors like Ashley was saying or, you know, things that sit in certain places. I think it could help you make peace with your body and that this is what works for me and that's okay, right? And it might not work for everyone, but that's okay because everyone's body is literally different. Every single person's body is different. Mm -hmm, certainly. And I think that has helped me in a way because I struggled so much, especially with like online shopping, you know, during the last couple of years, I just haven't really been shopping in person. Like most people haven't, it's been all online. And, you know, when you order something and then you get it in and you try it on and it's like those TikToks or the memes where it's like what you ordered versus what you <laughs> got. And it's like, yeah. this just like looks terrible on me. Like, why did I ever order this? And being able to look at stuff online and being like, oh, okay, you know, it comes in here and it has this neckline and it has a bigger bust, like that's more likely to fit me versus something mm -hmm. that's super boxy or A-line or like straight cut because I just know that's not the lines of my body. So most likely I'm going to have less success with something like that. So, you know, if you're shopping online, especially that's something that I think is really helpful. So you don't have to buy a bunch of stuff and then get it in and being like, this is not how I pictured it in my head. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It can be really hard to online shop. Um, I've actually heard too, like if you are able to go to stores, it's better for the environment because then you're not like shipping um, mm. shipping things. So maybe another, um, not that, you know, I shop online, so I'm not saying, you know, shaming anyone for doing that, but just maybe if you're able to go into places and try on different things, you could learn like, okay, this looks good. You know, that doesn't look good type of thing. And good in the sense that like, you don't feel good, right? Because right. again, body neutrality is about not how you look or how, you know, the, um, the, I guess, aesthetics of your body, but like how you feel and how it works. So if you feel good in clothes that fit your body, then hell yeah, right? <laughs> like that's, that's great. Mm -hmm, definitely. Cause I, I mean, I have outfits that I wear where I'm like, this isn't, the best shape for me but I really like it or I really like the color or whatever so I'm still gonna wear it and like you can still wear it and look good for sure but it just kind of gives you a mm -hmm. general outline of like what direction to go mm -hmm. definitely yeah definitely you can wear whatever you want but yeah gives you a good direction mm -hmm. and especially I notice what makes a big difference with me and even just my mood is like the colors that I'm wearing I mean you're the color is like the style like you just know that you might not look good in like yellow like I look really bad in gold and yellow because I'm so pale and my hair is blonde it's the same <laughs> thing with styles like I just don't work with geometrical shapes and that's fine <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm so glad that not that it matters but I'm so glad that brown is back in because I've been loving brown or like tan type of clothing and so a lot of my wardrobe now has become browns and I'm loving it so yeah it's mm -hmm. it's fun to find colors that feel that you really like and that you know go with your skin tone mm -hmm. absolutely and are there any tips that you have as a therapist about you know kind of being confident with going into wearing like bathing suits for different events like bachelorette parties or like lake days that people have coming up because I know that's something that's really tough for me just not having to be like okay so for the week before you need to restrict your diet or work out extra hard don't do that. <laughs> um, that would actually be um, the opposite of what I would suggest because that only increases the focus on your body, right? Like, I think that's what a lot of people don't understand. And 
like I didn't understand that for a long time. So, you know, not definitely not saying you um, should understand it, but something that is why like restricting for one week or why, you know, working out extra hard, why tracking your food, things like that are problematic. I mean, they're problematic for many reasons, but one of the reasons is because your brain becomes obsessed right? Or it can become obsessed with that. And so then it can become a disordered eating or even eating disorder or like an exercise addiction. If you are doing those things, um, because your brain is like, okay, we're doing this, we're doing this. And you get, um, a false sense of control. And so then your brain likes to hang on to that. Um, and so I think that is one thing, like if, Another reason I love body neutrality is it's telling you to stop focusing on your body so much and focus on all the other things um, that you have going on for you. So like with like a, a, a trip, right? It's like a lake trip or a boat trip or something like think about like how fun that's going to be. Like if you're going with your friends or, you know, if you're going with people you haven't seen in a while, or like if you're excited to be on the water, like try and focus on the things that um, aren't related to your body. Like, and if you, you know, don't, want to take photos of your body then don't take photos of your body right or like if you're like okay I want to take photos but I'll look at them later instead of looking at them on the boat and then maybe not you know focusing on how you look in the photos and then having it like affect your day it's okay to one not take photos or to look at them later but really just trying you know my first tip would be to try to focus on other things that you're looking forward to about this weekend and not so much about the stress of well how's my body gonna look Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are good tips. And that's something I struggle with too, is taking pictures. Like when we go on our girls trips or whatever, I'm like, I don't want to be in the pictures because I feel like I'm fat or I'm gross or whatever. So, I mean, I think the thing that I try to challenge myself is like, try to get in some pictures because it's like, I'm going to want mm-hmm. those memories. And I just know myself and I know that I'm going to want to be able to look back at this. And then I also bring a disposable camera because I, just like love to take candid pictures here and there. And then I know I'm going to get them developed in like three years or something. And it's like, what I look like is not even going to matter at that point. Right. Right. Yeah. And so like, if you're more comfortable taking selfies, take selfies, right? Like if you're more comfortable, you know, taking pictures when you're in clothes rather than when you're in a bathing suit then do that. Right. Like, you know, I, I think a lot of times, and this kind of goes into like my second tip. I think a lot of times like there's that like just get in the picture or, you know, just wear the bikini type of thing. But I think that's hard because if you if taking the pictures or being in the bikini makes you only think about that, then that's also taking away from your day. Right. So right. if like you're more comfortable like keeping your cover up on or wearing a one piece, then I almost encourage you to do that. Again, like this is not, body image is not a one size fits all. So you have to figure out like what helps you feel okay in your body and what helps you not focus too much on your body. But I feel like, you know, there's this idea that there's this trend, like just wear the bikini and like, I'm totally, you know, I have nothing against that. But if you're more comfortable, like, you know, wearing a cute cover up over like, okay, nothing wrong with that. Like if you're not in the water, right? Or if you're more comfortable in a one piece or like, honestly, finding a bathing suit that like, like you were saying, Ashley, like maybe that like hits you in the places that uh, accentuates your body. Like maybe that'll help you feel more confident. But mm-hmm. like my uh, my other tip is just, like to wear things that make you feel comfortable. And that t- kind of like with the pants, like help you not focus so much on your body because you're not maybe like wearing like a super small bikini, like makes you self-conscious. And so maybe that's not the right thing to be wearing that day. Maybe wear that one piece of that if you feel more comfortable or wear the shorts over your bathing suit, right? Like it's not to say that you can't wear the bathing suit, but I just feel like I've been saying this, but it's, if it takes away from you being able to fully be present on the boat or where whatever you're doing, then it might not be worth it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And what I like to do is I get, you know, those really oversized like linen shirts that you can wear as a bathing suit cover up. I just have to have one of those. And then like, if I'm sitting on the bow and I feel like I'm insecure about my stomach or something, then I just put it on and I can button like one button 
in the middle Mm -hmm. and just feel like totally comfortable because I'm still getting some sun and you know Mm -hmm. covered up where I want to be I can be uncovered where I want to be I could easily take it off it's not like putting on pants or something so that would be my suggestion is just having like a big oversized lightweight shirt that you can wear as a cover-up and then you can just throw it on like if you want to sit down or walk somewhere be anywhere on the boat is super easy to take on or off so I think that's totally fine and valid like you said if you want to have something that you can wear or like put over those places and it's going to make you feel better then go ahead and do it like don't feel bad about that right or if you want to wear right, a shirt the whole time or a shirt or whatever. Like we have a friend that wears a swim shirt because he burns and like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It's totally fine. It's, it's your body, right? So do what feels good for you. And the reason that, you know, I suggest tips like this is because body image or making peace with your body or body neutrality, that's a journey. Like it took me years to get to the space where I am now. And it's not like I'm a hundred percent like, I had a terrible body image day last Thursday, like absolutely horrible. And so it's not like I have, um, it's not like I'm perfect in body neutrality by any means, but it took me a long time to get to the space where those days are less frequent than they used to be. And so if you're in a space where those days are really frequent, then these tips can hopefully help you still enjoy your life. You, you know, enjoy certain days that um, you're really looking forward to, like, you know, um, wearing clothes that are comfortable, like doing different things, like, honestly, just making sure that you can still show up for yourself is what's important. And it's not going to body neutrality, making peace with your body is not going to happen overnight. So that's why, like, I like to give tips like this, because like I said, it doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's okay wherever you're at. Like Emily said, you're not always going, I mean, is there even an end of the journey to having a good body image? I don't know. I'll let you know if I ever <laughs> reach it. But, you know, yeah. what I just thought about is when we went to Lake Geneva two years ago on our first girls trip and we had so much fun on the boat, like literally one of the most fun days I've ever had. We talked Legendary. about it still all the time. <laughs> and I was so insecure about like my body and my weight and what I was wearing and like taking pictures. I just felt disgusting. But like when I, it's like I have two memories of that day. One was like feeling gross about myself and the other one was having so much fun. And when I look back and have those fond memories and think about the fun we have, I'm not thinking about what my body weight or what I look like. I just remember being there with my friends. So try just not to be so hard on yourself and let yourself, you know, eat the snacks and enjoy the drinks and have a good time while you're there Mm -hmm. with your friends. And just know that like you're valid and okay, like exactly as you are And your summer body is just your body. Like it's not you're not coming into a new phase or something just because like the seasons changed in the month. It became June 21st. (laughs) Totally. Totally. And I feel like, you know, it's also interesting. Like I was saying with like in Arizona being like, you kind of, you know, wear summer clothes almost all year round. Um, And also like to wear, like when you first texted me about Ashley, like I, I was like, Oh my gosh, I haven't even like, you know, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm so much better. I'm in this great place or anything. But I, it hadn't been something that crossed my mind because of where I'm at in my relationship with my body. And then when you said that, I was like, oh, I totally remember being in that space at one point, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, summer's here. You need to start, you need to start losing weight, right? You need to start working out more. And like, gosh, I went to this like really toxic gym when I first moved to Scottsdale. That was like, um, really obsessed with body image and like thankfully I left that gym but like um it was all about like well bikini season's all year round here so you need to be in shape 24 7 and it's like first of all what what the fuck even is in shape like I hate this idea that you you have to be in a certain shape like we need to let go of that idea because again it's a um patriarchal standard of what it means to be quote-unquote in shape right it's like mm-hmm. what about the shape of just your body like how how do we just shift to like this is the shape of my body and this so this is in shape for me because this is what my body fucking looks like like right sorry yeah, I get a little no, heated absolutely. about this stuff 
Absolutely. Like working in the job that I do, I totally feel that because something, my biggest struggle in my mind is matching up like how healthy I am and how fit I am and how much I work out in comparison with how I look. Like to me, it's not correlating in my head, which is okay. Like I'm working on it in therapy and we'll get there, but Mm -hmm. that's totally something that's valid and like you can like I'm in fantastic shape and (laughs) like I weigh the most I've ever weighed and that's like I'm the biggest size I've ever been and that's fine like what am I supposed Mm -hmm. to do about it Mm -hmm. I think restrict myself but I'm not gonna do that (laughs) right and I think when you you know say fantastic shape another way to put that would be I'm just in um I've just I'm really in tune with like movement with my body and how my body is responding to that. Um, because I That's feel like a okay. different verbiage. See, right. Cause it's so easy to say, like, you just think to say like, Oh quote, I'm in shape. And you mean to say like good cardiovascular shape. Like I can lead right. a cycle class for an hour, five days a week or do whatever. But it's like w- saying what shape you're in doesn't really correlate with like, your fitness level, I guess you should say. So we definitely should work totally. on different verbiage for that just as a culture and society. Totally. Yeah. Because something I like about the gym that I go to now, it's all about like, I like, you know, how long can you run for like endurance, right? It's about like building muscle, right? Like it's, you know, at least so the people that I um, talk with at the gym and the trainers, it's not about like, okay, let's get the smallest we can. It's about, okay, let's, you know, they're really big on endurance or they're really big on like um, getting stronger. And so like, I feel like that when we talk about like quote unquote in shape, those are the things that we should be talking about because your body can look very different. You know, everybody's body can look very different and still have, you know, um, endurance, right. And still have, you know, a lot of muscle, like, you know, again like body neutrality is not about your body being good or bad right so it's not about being in good shape or bad shape it's about okay I want to be in a shape where I'm moving my body and I'm fueling it with foods that um I need Mm -hmm. absolutely and summer's a great time to just like find that joyful movement and find you know even like 20 or 30 minutes a day where you can just go out and walk and listen to a podcast or talk with a friend or call your family, whatever is definitely something I would encourage. Just like being outside is therapeutic in and of itself and being able to like get that sunshine and the fresh air, especially if you work in an office or an indoor setting all day. And then also it's a great time an opportunity for a lot of different like events and classes are going on. Like I know of so many free like yoga classes and Pilates classes and just stuff like that going on in the community. So if there's something new you wanted to try or like a different class format that you weren't used to, like summer's a great time to take advantage of uh, different free classes too. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Again, Ashley, it's interesting because we live in such different climates yeah, because yeah. Arizona summers are not the time to be going outside. Yeah. <laughs> not the time. I with Wisconsin because, no, you know, totally. in winter it's, it's very dead and it's a much different atmosphere. But during summer, mm-hmm. it's like the traffic is so much heavier. There's so many more people outside. Like the restaurants are packed. People are doing all, like, we have, like, concerts every single weekend because you can only have it in this nine-week period or something. Right, so, right. It's kind of like, and no, there's less people outside here in the summers. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, so we're on opposite schedules. Mm-hmm, except we get way longer than nine weeks of um, time to be outside. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, pros and cons. Yeah. Uh, but no matter no matter where you live and no matter what the weather is, like, your body is valid and you deserve to do things um, that, uh, you know, people in quote unquote, you know, thin or ideal bodies can do, like wear a bathing suit or go have fun with your friends or wear a cover up because that's what feels good for you, right? Like I mm-hmm. think, again, body neutrality is not one size fits all. And so you have to find what works for you. Um, and hopefully some of these tips were helpful just to, you know, wherever you are in your journey with your body. Cause yeah, actually, I don't, like I said, like, I feel like I have a really good relationship with my body. And last Thursday I cried about my body. Mm-hmm. So like it, it, it is a journey. Right. And it's, mm-hmm. if I could say one 
last thing about it is like you have and you already mentioned this Ashley like you have to be have self-compassion for yourself like you're fighting against literally years and years of a stereotypical type of good body and the standard is Mm -hmm. always moving so please like be kind with yourself in this journey because it's not easy Mm -hmm. absolutely and just remember like as the trends are changing just screw the trends body (laughs) types are not a trend like you look how you look and that's perfectly valid and you're in shape no matter what because it's the shape of your body we're (laughs) we're all in a shape and that's totally fine and it doesn't matter if you know what the people on social media are wearing and how they're manipulating their bodies so just mm-hmm. remember that you're valid how you are and wear what you want do what you want live your life how you want and as difficult as it can be and this is something Emily and I have both struggled with and I'm currently struggling with now like don't let it hold you back from going somewhere, hanging out with friends or doing something fun just because you're afraid of what you might look like. Yeah, definitely. Um, I echo all of that. And I also, whenever we talk about body image, I like to acknowledge that Ashley and I exist in straight size bodies. So our experience are going to be different than people in not straight size bodies. Um, however, we hope that what we talked about was helpful. And if anything resonated, please reach out to, you know, a um, professional that specializes in body image or somebody that can help you work through this. Because like we said, it's not easy and we all deserve the support to work through very difficult space. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And if this, um, like Emily said, resonated with you, definitely let us know, like in the comments about things that you could have found helpful. And if you're interested in us talking more about body image and body neutrality, I feel like that those are always some of our most popular episodes. Definitely let us know like different advice you might have or different avenues that you want us um, to take the topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was good to be back. Um, we, we missed recording, so we're happy that we're back, and we should be back for you know foreseeable future. So no more um, no more weeks off. But again, nothing wrong with taking some time to rest and recover. And um, I, you know, I was super tired before recording, but body image and body neutrality like fires me up because I'm so passionate about helping people feel comfortable on their skin because you only get one, honestly, you only get one body. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm always down to talk about body image and how to have a better relationship with yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I feel like I've been talking about it all day because we talked about it together and then I talked about it in therapy today too. So good for you, queen. (laughs) What'd you say? I said good for you, queen, talking about it in therapy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like Emily said, it's a journey and it might take weeks months years and it might ebb and flow and be harder at times and easier at other times you might totally forget about it but um just try to remember to be compassionate to yourself and everybody else this summer because we're all i shouldn't say all but a lot of us are struggling out here (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um all well we will be back Wow, I don't know why my voice just sounded like that, but I'm tired. It's been a long day. Uh, But we will be back next week with more content. Um, And if you liked today's episode or, you know, you've been following along, please leave us a review or give us a rating. It really helps out the show. And um, I'll talk to you soon, Ash. Love you. Love you, Em. Bye.